Welcome to the Ben and Colin Show. I'm Ben. I'm Colin. Let's start the show. Welcome to the show, Ben. How has your week been this week? Been a little, uh, been a little rough. Um, oh, do share. Well, no, 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 it's not rough. It's just that you know, most people work what eight hour days, maybe ten hour days, maybe yeah, you know, like an average job. Yeah, <clears throat> excuse me. Well, you know, most people know, like you work at a hospital, I work at a chemical plant, you know, and ours are, my typical shift is 12 hours and yours is normally what? 12. Yeah. Same as yours. Okay. Okay. And then, and then you have weeks where you will work two sixteens. Yep. Instead of 12s. Correct. Well, like a big shift for us, like that's, that's cause I always call out like, oh, you're working your long shift. Mm-hmm. Well, like. A really long shift for me would be what we call 18s. And um, I'm going out of town this week and we're, our business is kind of slow right now. So to get my hours and to save vacation, they allowed me to work day shift. But instead of working just three days to get 36 hours for this week, I worked two 18s back to back and that was kind of rough. So like I would work 6 a.m. to midnight, come home. Get home. I'd probably get in bed about 1230 if I was being realistic, you know, <clears throat> getting out of the car, coming inside, unpacking all your stuff, brushing your teeth, going to bed. And then less than four hours later, you're getting up, showering, going right back for 18 more hours. Mm-hmm. So out of 48 hours, I only had 12 hours off, but it wasn't even like there was nothing that, you know, it was it felt oh, yeah. nothing. Oh, yeah. And uh, so now we're recording this on a Wednesday. I'm leaving for St. Paul, Minnesota tomorrow on Thursday to have a weekend full of awesome music. We're going to see Pearl jam for the 35th and 36th time. I was going to ask um, you how many times you're seeing them while you're up there. Yeah. it's so it, We will see, you know, and, and I got to say a little prayer about making sure the flight it leaves on time because we fly out at noon it only takes two hours to get there, thankfully. So even if our flight was adjusted or canceled or moved or whatever, we still can get there with hopefully plenty of time to be late to the show and still get the sh- get the show in. You know what I mean? But but we're flying out at noon Thursday, and the show is probably like Pearl's going to take the stage probably around 8.50, 9 o'clock. Cutting so it close. We'll, Cutting it close. Like, well, I mean, no, it's only a two-hour flight, so we'll get there at 2 o'clock. Oh, okay. But we're going to have we'll, – and, you know, and because it's only three days, it's we're Thursday, Friday, Saturday, flying back Sunday. So I need four days' worth of clothes, so I'm going to take a carry-on for my bag. No kids, no wife. It's just me and a buddy going. So I don't have all this luggage and stuff to do, and it should be fine. You know what I mean? Like, we should yeah. be able to get to the hotel. We're going to Uber to the Uber to the hotel. And in the hotel we're staying at is the St. Paul Hotel, which is only like 0.3 miles away from the arena. So we're going to walk. <clears throat> and then the goal is, I think Friday, we have a day off between concerts. We're going to go to the, the Mall of America, uh, which is, uh, have you ever been? I've never been to Minnesota. Uh, no, I've never been that far north. Okay. Well, I didn't know with, you know, you and you and your family takes a lot of adventures over your. Well, I say I, I've never been that far north. I mean, you, year, are you 36, 37? How old are you? 37. Yeah. 37. Yeah. I, I say I've never been that far north. I mean, I've done obviously like the West Coast, so like Seattle, Alaska, all that stuff, but not northern United States. Have you been to Chicago? 
Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, we we take okay. the train when we go to Chicago, though. We do that. That's uh. Well, yeah, but that's still that's still northern. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, it's not you know, like I said, Minnesota area. It's not. I, I've never done that. I've always kind of wanted to see the Mall of America just because it is, you know, the biggest mall I'll in America. Pictures. I'll take pictures. I'll I'll take pictures. Well, I mean, you know, there you know, there's a roller coaster inside. Yeah. Yeah, I did so, know that, and and, and I'm I'm just I think the, the the biggest the biggest part for me for you uh, going is to hear that you have a friend that you uh, hang out with, like like to hang out and like enough to go on a trip like this with. Feel a little cheated on right now, so that's okay. It's uh, I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Let's just keep going, keep moving. Oh uh, well, don't worry. Keep that Xbox warm. I'll be back. <laughs> well, in in all fairness, too, I'm I'm not I'm not anywhere near as big a music guy as you are, and 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 I you know, and I honestly don't know why because I've I've talked about this with people at work, and you know, in April too. I mean, I've talked about it with her, and I just because you you said before you cannot live without music. You said that. No, I was uh, just fixing to reiterate that. I yeah, there's something inside me, dude. Like I feel like you know if which it's not like if reincarnation was a thing, I feel like I'd want to come back as like a, you know, a musician and be able to play in. I I could play right now. Very, 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 very limited little, you know, on a guitar, but not much at all. You know, it's, it's Mm -hmm. nothing to brag about. It's nothing to be like, check it out. This is a stairway to heaven. You know, no, I, it's more like some strumming and, you know, I can do like a little bit of free fall and I can do a little bit of, you know, sweet home Alabama and just a big, big classic. I didn't know oh, you yeah. could do that. Yeah. Oh, well, that's impressive. Yeah. But, Why don't you take but, lessons? I mean, have, you ever taken, have you ever taken I, lessons? Well, I'm just, it's too, it's too far gone. I'll probably wait till I'm old, like old, old. I'm old right now. <laughs> too far gone. I, this, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not headlining in Madison Square Garden anytime soon. You know what I mean? Oh, like, that's what I, okay. it's, it's a little, it's a little late <laughs> for that. But like, when I say that I have to have music, I mean, I have to have music. I, I can't go without it. I mean, it's, I love it so much. It's just my, you know, different. It's kind of like people probably hear this and they're like, I mean, I get it, but whatever, it's just music. But I think the same thing when I hear people talk about hunting or like when you start talking about video games, I love video games, but Mm -hmm. not like you do. Right. You know, like I'm, I'm, I'm passionate about some games, but you're, you're very into all a lot of games. Uh, like, you know, last time we were playing Xbox and you and Johan were talking about a TV show. I love TV yeah. shows, but not everything appeals to me. But like music, man, the only genre I really just don't care about is rap music. I really just don't. I, and But I like like the 90s rap that, we grew, that I grew up with. But mm-hmm. I don't really. It's kind of like country is not country today. It's like, you know, pop and it's I don't know what you want to call it, but it's like more crap. Yeah. Rap is just a bunch of repetitive blah, 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 blah you know, and it's it takes a great amount of skill to talk that fast, but yeah, oh yeah. I, there's no like, there's no beauty to it. You know, it's just like bad word, bad word, bad word, bad word, bad word, bad word. You know, it's just like I, it, it, whatever. Bad word, bad word, inward, so, inward, inward, bad word, inward. Yeah, bad word. yeah, yeah. And like, right. it's 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 the kind where you can't you can't rap to it yourself if you're driving down the road and you look over and you know there's a guy next to you going, what the you know? Yeah, oh, it's yeah. just that's not okay. You know, so. uh Country, I love, love, love outlaw, like old school, like 70s, 80s country. And then, of course, we grew up in the 90s, or I was a teenager in the 90s. And so, like, Alan Jackson and all those guys, 
were awesome, you know, in the nineties, but country now sucks. So I'm a pretty much an old school rock and roll guy. I think rock and roll even died in the two thousands when all in sync and all that started coming out, you know? And yeah, so there's not a lot of new music I listen to, but yeah, that, see, that's, that's kind of me, school, but you're a big Taylor Swift fan. That's, you know, I mean, that's pretty progressive. For, oh, I love, you know, listen, you know, I, and I get teased about that, but let me tell you something that girl can perform and that girl can write a song. And I, you know, the guys that really, really get all like, that is so stupid. You know, the, well, they use different words, but anyway, <laughs> you know, they, they, they tease me and that's fine. That's fine. But I'm telling you right now, if you put like their favorite singer with her song and you didn't tell her, tell them it was the, it was a Taylor Swift song. Mm-hmm. They'd be like, man, have you heard so-and-so's new song? It's awesome, man. It's like full of, you know, you know the lyrics are amazing whatever and then you go guess who wrote that song taylor swift and they're they're like (gasps) you know (laughs) i swear to you though that would happen because you know you've heard a song that was like real crappy artist that you probably like i'm not huge on the 80s because it's like a bunch of one-hit wonders right but sometimes you'll hear a new artist play an 80s song and then you're just like man that version is so great you know Mm -hmm. and then you look up and you're like oh crap that's from the 80s you know or whatever but yeah, the Taylor Swift is a good sign of hope for some music. She is a pop artist. I get that. But so was Michael yeah. Jackson. Look how awesome he was, you know? Yeah. The king. We were talking we were talking about that. Like, who do you prefer, Prince or Michael Jackson? Oh, Michael Jackson. Okay. I See, mean, Prince is good. Prince is good, but I mean, I, I just is I he though? Up. Because like, can you name more than five Prince songs? I mean No. No. I, I think you're either diehard Prince or you're diehard Michael. I, I, you're, you know, I don't know that there's casual both, you know, yeah. I can name only about five or six Prince songs, but like I, he still mesmerizes me with his like ability to play guitar. And, you know, man, he, he's a great musician, but like a lot of his songs are like, you know, oh, like, it's so it's like, not picking it up. It's not picking that up. Oh, I know what didn't. you're saying. Dang no, it. That's funny. Dang it. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't pick it. That's so weird. But um, yeah, and you're right. I mean, cause, like, Michael Jackson, that, was, that was a good Prince impression too. <laughs> I'm, I'm sure it was. I, I will. The audience will just have to imagine it. Golly. <laughs> well, but, anyway, like Michael, Michael had like a range. Michael could be soft, and Michael could mm-hmm. be like, you, you, you don't believe he could kick anybody's butt, but he kind of gets that gruff going. Like, who's oh, bad? Yeah. You know, like yeah. Just, he had some cool rock songs, and then he had uh, some real gentle songs, but. Prince was just like, he had that high pitched and then like, sometimes he'd be like real low, I'm Prince, you know, or whatever. Yeah. And he was all over the place too, but it was weird all over the place, you know, like yeah. sometimes you couldn't understand what he's saying. I, I, I don't know. I yeah. Just, and you're right. You're right Michael. too. With Michael's, with Michael's range, you're right. Because I mean, like you said, you've got, you know, you've got your, your, uh, smooth criminal bad. And then, but then you've got, you know, beat it, uh, man in the mirror, and yep. um you know and stuff like that but then then you know you turn around and you got something like dirty diana and stuff like that and it's just like my gosh dude like he he really you're right he really does have quite a range of music uh but yeah no i absolutely prefer uh the king of pop over uh the artist formerly known as uh whatever he's known as these days uh well i mean he's known so as, i guess also- he's, <laughs> i shouldn't say that. Never no, mind. Don't, go ahead. Don't, don't criticize. I mean, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not criticizing. I'm not criticizing. Go ahead. I hear ahead. that crap at work all the time, and I have to defend my boy MJ. 
No, I'm not criticizing yeah. MJ at all. I'm, I was criticizing Prince, but I was about to oh, make a, oh, we'll I was about to make a dark joke, that. but I'm not gonna oh. make a dark joke. It's fine. Go ahead. But uh, so, but what's weird is I think Prince is more for adults, if that makes sense, any sense. And that's a, you can make a lot of jokes there too. But uh, yeah. Prince had some like more sexual ish yeah. songs. Yeah, I agree with know? that. I agree with that. But so as you get as you get in your like 20s and 30s, you're starting to get more into Prince. I get it. But still, I still prefer Michael. Yeah. And then I think I think we're in that era right now where like every time every it's kind of like every decade or so an artist comes along. So like you look at the fifties and you say Elvis, right? Mm-hmm. You look at you look at the sixties, it's the Beatles. Mm-hmm. The seventies, probably like Led Zeppelin, Pink Floyd, that kind of thing. Yeah. Eighties, you have uh, Michael Jackson. The nineties, you have like Garth Brooks, for instance. I, I hate to be like that. That's the one that comes to mind, but he was, sure. he was a phenomenon, right? Oh yeah. Two thousands. You had, unfortunately you had like Britney Spears in sync backstreet boys, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you get, and you get an RR now, like 2010s and beyond. I think it's Taylor Swift, man. I mean, I, I, I can't, yeah. I mean, dude, she's making, I think I saw a TikTok. My buddy sent me the other day and it was partially a joke, but not really. It says she's making five million dollars a night revenue. Goodness, and she's doing three night stands in every city she does. And in L.A., she did seven nights, so five million dollars a hit. But that's revenue. It's not what that's not take home. You know, like that's right. But, but like, and then I'm I was there. I saw one of the ones in Nashville, and man, dude, I've it's been a long, long time since I've seen a crowd stand up and sway their arms and sing every lyric to every song for three and a half hours. Okay. So as a concert goer, let me ask you this. Okay. That's, that's a good point. I'm glad you brought that up. Do you go to a concert to sing with the artist or do you go to a concert to hear the artist sing? Okay. So this is weird too, because I'm a bootleg guy. I either record or I go to see artists that sell the concerts live. Like, like these Pearl Jam shows that I'm going to go see, I can, I can sing my heart out. I can talk a little bit during, I don't like to talk during, but, uh, like in between songs, they'll be like, man, that was an awesome song or hey, that solo is incredible, you know, whatever. But I know that if I miss something like a, a, a little, little different lyric or something like that, I'll have the digital copy of that concert to listen to the rest of my life. Right. My kids are big into the, a band called the Avet brothers and they're just two brothers from uh, Carolina and, um, they're folk, they're folk rock is what they are. They're like banjos and guitars and they're really, really clean music. It's mostly about like love and, 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 you know, peace and stuff like that. You know, it's, it's really good stuff. Anybody that hadn't listened to them need to. So my kids love them and I've taken my kids to see them already. I think they've seen them three times. I've seen them seven or eight times. Okay. And to watch your kids rock out, you know, it's just awesome. So they sing their little hearts out. I don't mind singing with, to answer your question, I don't really go to sing with them. No, but it happens, right? Yeah. It, yeah. it happens. But, but I'm you not said, over. You said they yeah. were singing every single lyric. Like, I it's, just want, I, I would just be like, thunderous. shut up. I'm, I'm well, trying to listen to Taylor Swift. I don't want to listen well, to all you freaks. Well, she's still you louder know? than everybody else. Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, I just, I don't know. Well, you go to St. Louis Cardinals games and people are going like, take me out. You know, like, I don't, I don't know. I know Chicago does that, but like, you know, St. Louis has chance and stuff. Yeah. But I mean, then that's fine. And, but I but know see, it's different. Chance, I know it's different. Yeah. But. Yeah. You know, I'm not trying, I didn't go there to listen to somebody else do a chant. I went there to watch a ball game, which you can do whether you're talking, yelling, screaming, whatever. You so, know, that's different. That's a different situation. But uh, like, so like, 90, okay, okay, it bugs 90, me. Sorry, sorry. Let me. Uh, oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no, you go ahead. You're ninety. What are you gonna say? Ninety percent of the time, the songs are so loud, it doesn't matter who's singing or not. But there are okay. times where what you're saying is exactly right. You don't want these stupid idiots to be talking or singing when it's like an acoustic song. When oh, it's yeah. real when it's real quiet. I mean, I've seen Eddie Veteran concert four times solo, and it's just him, and it's just him and a guitar. Mm -hmm. And even with just him and an electric guitar, it's not loud. You know, like it's 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 loud, but it's not you can still hear conversations. Right. And it is so annoying. I'm not a guy that drinks heavily at a concert. I I cannot stand it because I'm like, why would you want to pay $150 for a concert ticket? So much money to fly or drive here. 150 200 bucks for a hotel to forget it yeah to be so sloppy to be so sloppy intoxicated like <laughs> you know just it's just so stupid like it's mm -hmm. so dumb to me so when it when it when i go to the eddie vetter concerts and he's like this song is you know he's talking real low and he's like this next song i'm gonna play is a song i wrote in 1990 whatever and then everybody's going you want another beer? You know, and you're just like, dude, shut up. I'm trying to hear what he's saying. You know, like yeah, I didn't yeah. pay to hear you say. So, yes, you have an absolute argument there. Like, I agree with you. I hate that part. But when other people are up there playing drums and shredding guitars, you can't hear those people screaming and yelling most of the time. Unless they're right beside okay. you. So, anyway, go, what were you going to say? Well, no, I just – and another thing that really bugs me and is when – you go to like see a, an artist or something and say, uh, we'll just, just the only thing I can really think of is like Garth Brooks and he'll, they, they, they start a lyric, you know, and the thunder rolls and then he holds his, his mic out for the crowd to finish it. It's like, no, okay. no, yep. I'm yep. here to listen yep. to you. I'm not here to listen to me. I paid for you to sing. You keep the microphone on your own mouth, not on mine. So have I you ever that. seen, have you ever seen the Kings of comedy? I don't guess so, no. It's got Steve Harvey, uh, D.L. Hughley, Cedric the Entertainer, and Bernie Mac. Okay. It's it's outdated now, but you really should go back and watch it. Uh, Steve Harvey's up there, and he's the host, kind of. So, like, he'll do, like, little – he'll do, like, little 15-minute sets in between the other ones uh, coming out and doing their 30- or 40-minute sets. Okay. So, Steve Harvey's out there, and he's like – he's like – whatever happened to good music he's like you know like teddy pentagrass and you know all and he's like these rappers today they don't know nothing you know and he, he starts to go he goes and then you pay go to the concert and they're like shubble, 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 shubble. And he goes everybody say ho and then like exactly what you said and he yeah. goes he goes mother effer for what and he goes <laughs> he goes i paid 38.50 you scream <laughs> i mean that's he's my like, point you know i mean yeah. You know, do, does Pearl Jam or does Taylor ever let the audience sing her lyrics? I mean, yeah, the, all bands do that. And I'll tell you why they do it partially. There's there's a couple reasons. Two, it gives them a humongous, like, rush of, you know, like, uh, what do you call it? Ego, it's an ego trip. 
Well, that, that, but like, it's a rush of uh, adrenaline kind of to hear them scream back your lyrics that you wrote. You, that's that these songs are your, their babies, you know, like, sure. Yeah. But, uh, the other reason is Eddie Vedder's 58 years old, dude. So he I needs mean, a break. That's exactly right. And what happened? And so this is the sad real realism that I'm facing now. I've been seeing these guys for over 20 years and they're getting older and you could tell. You know, oh, really? The hair is getting a little thinner. The hair is drawn back oh, yeah. a little more. It's not. It's not long and flowing like it used to be, and right. uh, and you could see a few wrinkles on the face, and you know, and it, so it's getting to uh, uh, it's getting to that point where I'm like, this is gonna end soon. You know, one day, you know, they're not gonna be able to continue to perform at the level they do. I mean, we're talking about seven years ago, man. Fifty years old, they were they were doing three hour shows. And like oh, I told yeah. you before, like I told you before, they wouldn't have an opener. And when a band doesn't have an opener, you can almost guarantee yourself a three-hour show because they're gonna they're gonna give it everything. That, like Dave Matthews is he's he's fifty-five. He still doesn't do an opener, and he'll play three hours. But he's not singing for three hours. They're jamming and they're playing music for 10, 15 minutes at a time on yeah. each song. Right. Whereas like where like Ed on Pearl Jam, he's he's ah, you know he's screaming and stuff, and it's hard on him, you know. Mm -hmm. So instead of doing 70 cities this tour, they're doing nine. And instead oh, okay. of doing back instead of doing back to back cities, they're doing a day off in between so his vocals can rest. And last year, I went and saw him four times last year. And the set list come out after the show to show you like if they skipped a song or they scratched one out and put something else in. Cause they do that sometimes. Sometimes they'll they'll plan to play Jeremy and then they'll go, you know, the crowd's not really feeling the old songs. Let's play a new song. And they'll scratch out Jeremy and write in like lightning bolt or something. You know, they'll put another song in there mm -hmm. and you'll, you'll look at the set list later. And I always have like that regret of like, Oh dang it. They should have played that one, you know, or whatever. But, uh, I hate that that happens to me quite a bit, but it does where I'm like, man, that, that was a great show. And then I look at the set list and I was like, Oh, they were going to play this song, you know, that, you know, and so right. last year, this is a long story for those that don't really give a crap, but last year there was red dots besides some of the songs. And people were like, why is there a red dot besides Better Man? You know, for instance, I mean, a lot of people mm -hmm. know the song Better Man. And somebody figured out that they have tuned it, like the, the guitars and the drums and stuff, they've tuned them to a different, easier singing tune for Eddie to be able to sing more oh. powerfully. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, that's interesting. Like, like they're adjusting to their age now. If that right. makes sense. It still rocks. It's still it's still full you know full speed all that. But you'll notice like maybe the guitar's a little bit lower tune than you know huh. than yeah. So but that's I'm facing that evil reality of 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 more mortality, you know, with my music. Yeah, so when is the farewell tour? I mean, do you know have they oh, talked about that at all? No, no, no. They're 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 such a cool band. Uh that they've been together for 33 years now and they've never broke up they've never taken a break they they sued Ticketmaster in 1998 because prices were getting too out of outrageous and a lot of people tease them about that now because you can't get tickets to anything now like like right something's happened yeah something's happened in the world where we're like you can't get tickets to anything unless you're just willing to pay two or three hundred dollars but luckily I'm in the fan club. And I get them for face value. Like I paid, we paid a hundred after taxes and everything. It's 160 bucks to go see them per night. 
so 300 right. and 320 whatever but uh so two nights six hours of entertainment it's pretty good you know oh yeah i think so uh, especially especially if you love it you know especially if you love it so i uh but, well so so that that kind of um you know you saying you saying that they need a break and with the older ones i understand but like people with people like you know like taylor swift let's say who is younger and is still performing and everything, and you're paying hundreds and hundreds of dollars to see her. I think that would just really, really, really grind my gears if she held her microphone out, really at any point in the show. I mean, whether it's for four words or one word, you know. And as far as the hey oh hey oh thing with, with the rappers, you know, I do feel like in a way that kind of I do I feel like that might supplement it a little bit because. In the songs, a lot of times they'll have, you know, backup singers go, hey, or whatever, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, you're, yeah. so you're essentially the backup singer. So I don't feel like you're technically missing anything, but anyway, I, I mean, that's I just, that's just you, my opinion. That's just my opinion. But Have I ever, you just made me think of something. Have I ever told you about Memphis and May Bill street festival experience? I don't guess so. No. Okay. So let's go back to 2002. All right. Me and my buddy, Christopher, we're, we're, we you know we're lifelong friends, known each other since before school because we went to church together as kids. We uh we were like, hey man, let's go to this Bill Street Festival, and uh, we're eighteen years old or whatever, and uh, no, I was nineteen years old, and uh, it doesn't matter, it's a year. But anyway, uh, we were like, let's go. And of course, cell phones were just like a little bitty flip phone or the brick phone back then. There was no text messages. There was no. You know, you had like 30 minute plans and that was it, oh, yeah. you know, it was like it was very basic. You could get a hold of somebody, maybe, but not always. And um, we were at Memphis and May Beale Street. For those that don't know, it's it's all set up along the, the river. Stages are set up along the river. And, and like when we went, it was like Counting Crows and Steely Dan and Bush and Stone Temple Pilots. And out of nowhere, because it's Memphis, three, six mafia. Okay. <laughs> And, and so I really, really wanted to see the counting crows. And I told my buddy Christopher, I said, Hey man, I know you're here at this. What? Cause when you go to a festival, you camp out at the front of the stage for your favorite band. You know what I mean? Sure. Like, most, most, most like hardcore people do. He was like, man, I want to see Bush. You know, I want to get real close for Bush and I want to see stone Temple pilots. And I said, well, I do too, but I really want to see counting crows. I said, I'm going to go down here to this stage which was probably maybe a quarter mile down the road or whatever, you know? And, he, and I said, I'll be back, try to save me, you know, try to keep me a spot so I can get back to you because we have to leave after the concert's over, after the festival's over to go, ho go home. And, um, uh, and so I go see County Crows. I get front row. Adam Duritz is like pointing at me during Mr. Jones. And I'm like, ah, you know, and all that. And <laughs> you uh, said, no, farthing. So like, it's farthing. It's farthing. Yeah, not Jones. Yeah. Farthing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, go and, ahead. Sorry, uh, that's a bad, that's a bad joke. But anyway, go ahead. Well, you're you're full of them. Anyway, uh, I am. It's true. It's true. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so I'm like, uh oh, I got to get back to my buddy because you know Bush and Stoltable Pilots and stuff are going to start here in about an hour or two. So mm -hmm. I start to trek back to the other stage, and I'm walking, I'm walking, and all of a sudden I'm like, oh no, Three Six <laughs> Mafia is playing now, and they're up <laughs> oh, there. No, like, they're, they're up there. Like, well, I just I know what's I know. Well, I don't know what's going to happen, but like I can, I'll, the, my, this is my story I'm telling you. Go ahead. So I get there 
and this just it's it's a I mean, this is not a racist conversation, but it's a sea of black people. They're just they're just they're just all the crowd is all black, and I was like, oh, uh, and I, if you had an aerial <laughs> shot, it was it looked like a white dot on a black page, <laughs> and <laughs> I'm just being serious here. So I'm looking around and and, and uh, I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, I mean, I, like they're they're playing song. I'm not giving you the whole thing that they're playing songs like. Push a mother effer, push a mother effer, push yeah, a, I got, yeah. hit a mother effer, hit a mother effer, hit him. Yeah. And when they're doing that, people like the crowd is like pushing and, and people are falling forward and then they're pushing back and you're falling backwards and you're like, ah! you know, and it's, fun. Just, it's terrifying. Fun. It's terrifying. Fun. Yeah, that sounds like so and much fun. Like, uh, the, I, don't, I think you know their other song where they're, um, and this is where the expletives come out, but they're like, ass and titties. Ass yeah, and okay, titties, that one, yeah. Ass yeah. and titties <laughs> and big booty bitches, you know. And uh, so, like, there's whatever people it's up good on lyrics. Stage. Yeah. It's good lyrics. Oh, it's real, real thoughtful. Uh, so, you could you could see I'm a 19 year old white boy in Memphis at a three six mafia show and I'm just terrified by myself yeah. 145 pounds dripping wet <laughs> and this guy just this is like it's like God was like I'll help you out Ben don't worry and this big like linebacker looking dude with a beard and like long hair comes up and he's got a backpack on and he goes what's up brother. And I was like, oh, man, my buddy's up front. I'm just because he could tell I was scared. You know, he was like, this oh, yeah. guy's terrified. Like, you know, and uh, he, he goes, what's up, man? I said, oh, not much. And he goes, you you need help? And I go, now my buddy's just up front. I'm trying to get out there. But gosh, this crowd's so wild, you know, and he was like, he goes, I'll tell you what. Hop on. Shut and up. He, 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 and he goes like this. He went like that to his backpack. And I climbed on the back of his no, backpack. No, you did not. And held on. No, you did not. No, you did. You did not get on this guy's back. How could I make this up? <laughs> I mean, uh, and so, uh, I, dude, I'm 140 something pounds. This guy's huge, and I, I get on his backpack, and I just cling for life. And he just starts barreling through all these people and gets me up front to my buddy. And I, uh, and I was like, thank you. And he then he did. just, and then the dude just left. Like he was just like, he was like, see you, man. Have a good night. And I was just like, what? <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. this guy gave you a piggyback ride to the, of the crowd. Yeah. Yes. And you were a grown man. <laughs> well, I was 19, but yeah. Yeah. The only thing that would have made that story better is if you'd have climbed up on his shoulders and held his his long hair out as as uh, reins. That would have been the only thing. <laughs> like I was riding, like I was riding a tauntaun or something. Yeah. Like, I'll see you in hell. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's funny because when you said he had a backpack and all that stuff, I was thinking I was like, dude, do not say this guy gave you a piggyback ride. Please do not say this guy gave you a piggyback ride. And, and sure That's enough, exactly what happened. And I, I promise you that happened. I, I can't make that up. I, I, I thought oh, I'd told you that story before, but I guess no. But that's hilarious, dude. That is so funny. Oh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, I have a I have a couple other really funny ones I can't share on the air, but uh, you know you'd really appreciate those too, and you probably be <laughs> like weirded out by a couple of them. But yeah, that guy it, it, there's there's strange things like that that's happened to me at like festivals and things, and that guy was just I believe he was sent there by somebody to help me out because 
he did. He just goes like without even thinking about it. He he just saw little old me, and he just goes. He goes hop on. Hey, maybe it was I, maybe it was God, dude. Boom. So funny Boom. we were talking before. Well, before we started recording, we were talking about some scripture and stuff. So about like the stranger thing, you know, <clears throat> like you said, maybe it was an angel in disguise. I read the scripture, and. It says, this is kind of weird now that we're just told the story, and it's kind of weird that I saw this yesterday. It's like fate almost, right? But it says, be not forgetful to entertain strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unaware. Like, you know, say, I know that there's different ways to interpret stuff, but say that guy come up to me and was that, this was obviously 21 years ago, but what I'm saying is say that guy came up to me and was like, Hey friend. And I was like, get away from me. You know, like say he was an angel in disguise, unaware mm-hmm. Look how I treated him. And that's what's wrong with the world. Anyway, we don't treat each other kindly, but <clears throat> I thought that was interesting. You brought that point up. I'm losing my voice now. Yeah, it is interesting. Um, it's funny though. Speaking of, of losing your voice, I'm glad you said that too. You know, and and you talking about and just going back to the concerts and all that stuff and these guys, you know, needing vocal rests, you know, day in between, so on and so forth. When Jerry Seinfeld came to Paducah, mm-hmm. um, he he did a this particular time because he's been twice now, right? Has he been here twice? I think he's been. Th- I think he's been three times because I've seen three times. Him, I've seen him twice. <laughs> okay, well, I, I I know I at least saw him the once. Well, the one time he opened another show the same weekend he did two shows in the one weekend and okay. i went to the second show ended up regretting it because again something that's that's one of his iconic things is his voice sure. you know the, the way he talks and he had lost how it. does that go can you do it for us no no i can't do it i can't do I, it anyway yeah, thank you, you. I, pre- nice. I appreciate it but um but no but um he had lost his voice for the second show so really? in a way i yeah so in a way i kind of felt a little you know, gypped, not gypped, but a little cheated, you know, because again, you're not hearing the, 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 the iconic Jerry Seinfeld voice, but he was still, he was still funny. Yeah. You know, he, he still got around to saying that all of our <laughs> lives suck and, and he rocks. He did actually, <laughs> you know, which I get what he's saying, but you know, that was kind of hard to hear, but, uh, <laughs> but other than that, you know, he doesn't was, hold um, back. That's the thing. No. Like, he's not, He's not a complete butthole about it, but he doesn't hold back. He lets you know that he's pretty happy. You know, like, you know, he's. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. He, he lets but, you know he's got it pretty good. But, but it was a good show. I mean, it, in all honesty, though, I still think as far as comedy shows, and I've not seen very many comedians. Um, if I'm being perfectly honest, I've seen I've seen Seinfeld. I saw uh, Adam Sandler with you, obviously. I saw Steve Martin and Martin Short with you. And me and April went and saw Rob Schneider once. And 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 in all honesty, they've all been great. They've all been great. Um, I think, and I gotta say, I think one of my favorite shows was Steve Martin and Martin Short. It was classic, right? I mean, it was just great I loved classic. It. I, yeah. It, and they and they've got it, they've got that one. I think it is it's, it's still on Netflix, I think. What is it? The the, We're the not best dead night yet or something. No, or... I thought it was the best night you'll ever forget. Okay, that yeah, thing. that's fine. But yeah. anyway, but but yeah, but anyway, but that one, but but go on there and watch that because that's essentially the show that that Ben and I saw at the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, and it you know, and it was just a great show. And we were kind of talking about this, like you said, you've got music, I've got you know, television and movies. I don't think I could make it without television or movies. 
I think it'd be really hard for me too. And, and, um, but, but going back to uh, Steve Martin and Martin short, man, only murders in the building. I just, I think it's just a brilliant show. I love it. I think it's, I think it's fantastic. I think that's the correct word to use. Brilliant show. It's really funny. It's like kind of yeah. mystery, mysterious. Yeah. Um, it's got that true crime angle that everybody yes. like loves. So yeah, yeah it's just, yeah. it's just yeah. good stuff. So if you're not watching that, give it a shot. Cause like you said, Ben, it's, it's, it's a murder mystery. Now I will say if you don't like Martin short, Steve Martin brand of comedy, you know, as far as like kind of yeah. them jabbing at each other, you might not like it as much as, you know, Ben and I do, but uh, I think it's a so, very good show. I will say this. I, I love, <clears throat> I've grown to love Martin short more over the last few years since like, mm -hmm. you know, since that show came out since seeing them live, but yeah. <clears throat> my gosh, but, um, uh, he can wear on you more than Steve yeah. Martin. I, th I think Martin shorts a little bit of the kind of like, and I think he even makes jokes about himself, self deprivate, you know, baiting jokes. He, he wears on you. He's more of like an annoying kind of a slapsticky <laughs> annoying. Yeah. I mean, well, cause I've never thought Ed Grimley was that funny, but everybody thinks he's just, you know, is that? the, that's the SNL character he did that kind of has like the alpha alpha hair oh, and he gets up okay, and does the okay. you know I I don't I don't think that's very funny but then you know he'll turn around and do something like uh, Jiminy Glick yeah and yeah. I just I think that's hysterical my my first real exposure to Jiminy Glick was at that concert because you know they had yeah. that little section where he was Jiminy. oh really you never heard of him before that I'd heard of him I'd heard of him but as far as like anything that I've actually sat down and listened to and watched because I mean let's face it Jiminy Glick is between two ferns before between two ferns I was just fixing to say that mm. dude I was yeah, just and, fixing to say that you took you took my statement because I was like I, I I like the between, mm. between two ferns, but like man, Martin Short is ruthless as Jiminy oh, Glick yeah. when he when he's interviewing people. He's like, "So you were in Jurassic Park?" He's like, "Why?" You know, and you're, and then <laughs> yeah. you're like, "You're like, yeah. whoa, my gosh!" <laughs> you know, uh, I always get a kick out of it because I I like the Larry David one. I like I like Oily. I think he's done that at one a couple. The uh, Larry David ones, the Jerry Seinfeld interviews with him, and um, the Mel Brooks one is really good too. Uh, my favorite line from uh the, the Mel the Mel Brooks when he says uh he he tells Mel he says so you seem to have a problem with the Nazis and he says what what's he said what's that about and and Mel's like what's why do I have a problem with the Nazis He's like yeah He's like what did they ever do to you and it's just it's just so funny because you know Mel yeah. just starts laughing none of them can hold it together no uh, Larry David lost his crap man he was like. Oh. <laughs> He goes, I can leave. You know, like, <laughs> oh, he's yeah. laughing. He's laughing so hard. And he goes, I mean, if you don't want me here, I could go. But, uh, but yeah, but but that's but that again, that's the man. I think that I think that when you get Steve Martin and Martin Short with their with their different personalities and and their brand of comedy, because like you said, they do insult each other a lot. I think together they are just one of the funniest comedic duos around right now. Um, sure. I just, there's, oh man, I just, there's I just, not a lot of duos, you know, but no, there's but, not, but, you're right. But. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. There's not a whole lot, but I mean, just, it just in the history of comedians and everything. Cause you know, you got your Richard Pryor's and Gene Wilder's, which are great. Don't get me wrong. Um, gosh, I, I well, try to a, think that, of, that was a put together film duo though, you know? Well, um, yeah, uh, I mean, you're right. Uh, I don't know. I don't think they uh, Gene ever Wilder wasn't together. A, yeah. yeah. Gene Wilder wasn't a stand up, Right. That's uh, true. That's true. I don't think. 
But I'll tell you one that you're forgetting that's mostly film. I mean, obviously, they were buddies in real life. Actually, they're buried next to each other, which is really cool. Oh. Walter Matthau and Jack Lemon. I didn't know that. That is interesting. Yeah. Hmm. They're, they're, they're very, very, very close friends in real life. Hmm. And uh, each of them, I think, presented the other one with the Lifetime Achievement Award, you know. Oh, yeah, both that's them, cool. Both of them are Oscar winners. Both, and they were in like, I think there were like seven movies together. Hmm. And and they're buried like they have their wives, obviously, but they're buried next to each other in that in the same cemetery. Uh, do you want me to really cool. do you want me to make you turn your turn your computer off? I can do this real quick. I'm going to say something. OK. And I don't want you to get mad at me and I don't want you to cancel the show. OK. Yeah. I have never seen either of the grumpy old men movies. Neither one of them. If looks could kill over Zoom, folks, I'd be dead right now. Did we not? I probably, I probably am dead to Ben now. Now that I've said that, but I've never seen a Grumpy Old Men movie. I recall us having a top five comedies movie episode. Is that correct? Yeah, it sounds that sounds accurate. And yeah, I believe either mine was in the top five or it was in the honorable mentions. And you probably told me this a year or so ago when we were doing this for the first time. And I probably wanted to slap you across the screen then, but you were actually you were across the table. I think at that yeah, point, yeah, yeah, we, uh, we were in person. This is true, but uh, yeah, that's extremely insulting. <laughs> uh, grumpy old man, grumpier old man is not as funny, right? Uh, it gets a little bit more heartfelt in grumpier old man, but grumpy old man is, I mean. It's fantastic. I mean, it, it, it's like if me and you live next to each other 30 years from now, you know, when we're, yeah. when we're in our 70s or whatever, uh, that's what it would be like. I'd be like, shut up, schmuck. You know, <laughs> you, you know, anyway, you put a dead fish in my car and I'd be like, what's that smell? You know, it's just, it's gosh, it's funny, dude. It's funny because they're old men and and, it, and, the, and the jokes they make are like they're young guys, you know, like oh, yeah. they've known each other their whole lives. It, it's Man, you need to watch that. You need to watch. I know. That. It, it, I'll, I'll that that'll be that's made it now to the top of my list. That's going to be my next thing that I watch. But I, I think uh, I just I've got. But but give me a little bit of credit. I did watch Dumb and Dumber last year. For what the first time? Yeah, that counts. What? I told you that. You know, I've never seen Dumber Dumb and Dumber. It's been a really long time. Wait, no, oh. it was. Hold on, it wasn't Dumb and Dumber. It was Ace Ventura. I watched Ace Ventura the first and the That's second. That's even one worse, almost. I don't even anyway. know what's worse. <laughs> I'd watched all those movies for the first time. That's what it was. So I'm not a complete. That's like my, that's like my buddy Adam, who I tease all the time. Like he watched Star Wars for the first time like five years ago, and I'm like, Wow. What if, what if, there's, but I work with several guys that did that too. It's just like they just didn't care. I'm like, you know. I don't understand. You know, I don't Adam know. Was bad. I'm calling you out. I'm sorry, but, but Adam was horrible about star Wars and Lord of the Rings. Neither one of those did he go to the theaters and see any of them. Oh. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, how dare you? Like I've, I've, I've talked to him blue in the face with him about it. And I'm like, Hey, have you watched star Wars yet? And he's like, nah, I'm getting around to it. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And also he's now he's killing me. You know, we, we have like a 30 something year friendship too, but He's killing me now because I can't ever convince the dude to watch Sopranos. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I know he'd love it. I know he would love it. 
because he he was the guy that we we would text immediately after Breaking Bad was over every week. Every week we'd be like, oh, that, he and I were the water cooler talk for Breaking oh. Bad. Gotcha. And I'd be like, what do you think's gonna happen? You know, think they're gonna, you know, and and I know he would love Sopranos, but he won't get off his lazy butt and watch it, or get <laughs> on his lazy butt and watch it. You know, <laughs> yeah. It's so frustrating to me because I don't feel like arrogantly, I don't feel like I recommend bad stuff because right. I'm so ju- I'm so judgmental on things and critiquing. You know this. Yeah, you are. Sure. That if I recommend something, I feel like you damn sure better watch it because it's probably pretty good. Yeah. But but that's my that's my that's my that's my ego. My ego is taking over <laughs> and nobody nobody knows movies. I know the best movies. <laughs> I know the best movies. Don't even worry about what Colin says. <laughs> sleepy Colin, sleepy Colin, cheesy Colin. He likes sleepy cheesy cheesy. Colin likes uh, uh, Pat, uh, CPAP machine Colin. He likes the cheesy <laughs> movies. Okay. I know the best. I do love your, I, I love your Don impression, man. That's <laughs> uh, gosh. That's one of my favorite things. Um, but no, and you're right. I, I you know, I, what I don't understand and to uh, pile it on Matt just a little more. Does he listen to the show? I hope he does. Um, are you talking about, are you talking about Adam or Matt? Adam, Adam. Sorry. Yeah. Adam does listen to it. No, okay, slap, just, him. slap him with the Star Wars. Well, uh, just, disgrace. just, uh, yeah, just again to kind of, yeah, pile on Adam just a little bit. Um, I don't understand how in today's entertainment climate with all the Star Wars stuff with all the everything from a galaxy far, far away that's out there, whether it's the TV, the movies, the, the, I mean, everything, my gosh, everything Star Wars. I don't know how anybody has gone that long and not at least watched some of any of them. That's a mystery to me. I mean, you know, like I said, 30 something year friendship. It's like every day or every time I mentioned it, it's, it was like you smacking me in the face. You know, like, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, what did you know. guys talk about if he didn't, if he'd never seen Star Wars? What in the world do y'all even, what do you even discuss? I don't know. <laughs> well, he, he's my, he's my everyday life. And he's, he's my, uh, he's my uh, X Men buddy, my uh, football buddy, you know, music. We, you know, we used to drive around, he would drive around with, with me in the car. We would listen to music for hours on, on end, you know. Hey, speaking uh, of X Men, when is when is that coming out? Ninety seven, X Men ninety seven, the Disney Plus revival. Uh, who knows now? Are, are they still releasing things on a regular schedule because of the strike? Or are they holding stuff back? Because I think some stuff they're I think some stuff they're holding back. I think some well stuff because they back. just announced I think a few days ago that Dune is now pushed back to like December of twenty four or something. Yep. Yeah, I, Which read I didn't. That, yeah. I didn't watch the first one, so I need to do that. But it wasn't uh, bad. It wasn't bad. It was. It was well, absolutely. Watchable. I'm not a Dune freak. I get that there are those. No judgment here. I don't care. That's fine. But no. uh, I I just didn't see it, and I will at some point. You know, it's not like I don't have free time most of the time. But uh, yeah. Um, no, it was just always funny. I just. What's funny to me too is that the fan that he's become. I think you know he. He's gotten in. I'm, I'm going to have to text him when we're done saying, Ooh, this episode this week's really getting you. But <laughs> uh, what's funny is now, like, you know, he's, he had never been, I don't, maybe he'd gone as a kid, but he'd never been to Disney World. Mm-hmm. And his wife, and obviously me as his, one of his friends, we're, we're Disney freaks. And uh, he, uh, he finally went with her. And maybe I was there the same time they went the first time. I can't remember if I was there or not, but I know I've been there with him the same time. 
And mm-hmm. uh, now he freaking loves Disney World. You know, he he sees what he's been missing. So there's my there's my ego again telling you that Disney World is the best. Nobody knows Disney <laughs> like I know Disney. <laughs> like I know Disney. Uh, and, well, that's good. I mean, I'm glad he's come over to the to the Walt. Well, side. and and so now he needs to get off his dead ass and watch Sopranos. And so do you, I think, frankly. <laughs> I, I, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. But Hey, give me a little bit of credit. I, I, I did several episodes of succession. Shut up. I did. I, I don't even want to talk about that. Okay. Okay. My buddy, my I'm... buddy, Troy burned through all of it. And he was like top five show for him is what he said. And I was like, thank you. But he, oh, would, man, he, would, he would text me during the show and he'd go, how bad do you hate this person? I'll be like, it gets worse, you know, or whatever. And because yeah. without spoiling things, I, you know, I think uh, Shiv is one of my most hated female characters in television history. I, I really do. Uh, but you haven't got there yet. You see, you quit. She, but I mean, she, she just kind of, yeah, it's like a minor annoyance for me right now. But it, it gets exponentially worse. I don't you, like it, the actress. The actress, or, I don't, I don't I, either. I, I'm telling you, this is so sexist. I get it. Shut up, ladies, whatever. Uh, Shut up, ladies. I do not like how they write these strong roles for women, and then they end up reverting them back to like, <laughs> um, oh, and they start crying when they don't get their way and stuff, or like something yeah. like they they're in a man's they're in their man or their uh, male counterpart's face, going, "I'm gonna win this," you know, or whatever, and they're talking all this trash, and then something doesn't go the like the way they planned, and they don't mm-hmm. win, and yeah. they're like. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm like, why do they write strong women roles that way now? Because it makes it even more annoying to me. Well, yeah, you know? yeah, because yeah, because you're right though, because they if you feel like they kind of want to write a role for a strong woman, but then they kind of revert them back to the weak woman, uh, just to remind you, hey, she's a female. Don't forget that. Right. And it's like, no, it's like, no, I mean, you could write strong women that that are strong throughout. They don't have to, like you said, they don't have to just break down into a puddle of tears. You know, obviously, when, we you all know. know strong women in our lives, our wives, our mothers, yeah. sisters, but they don't get in our face. And they're like, I'll show you, you know, like they're not <laughs> like they're not uppity. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're strong women, but they're not uppity about stuff. So right. they can have moments of of. uh I guess I don't, I don't like the term weakness, but they, they have, they have, they can have moments of sadness or whatever, you know, Sure, it's okay. Everybody's normal. But when they write these badass women in these shows and stuff, and then they have, then they like, you just like you and I both said, revert them back to the stereotypical, like weak woman. Yeah. Then, then it's like, ha ha. It makes you not like them. I mean, that's what you're right. I mean, honestly, I don't feel for them. Like, you know, if they would just, I don't know. Anyway, they could do, they could do that. But we got talking about that the other day about succession or how succession. Um, but you've never watched Sopranos. And so I guess it's just, there, there's not enough Care Bears and My Little Ponies and stuff in it for you to <laughs> really be intrigued by it. This is true. If they had more Care Bears and My Little Ponies, then yeah, I'd be all over it. You caught me. Uh, well, you got anything else you want to talk about or you want to go ahead and call it? Are you caught up on Ahsoka yet? I've or, seen wait, the first. Sorry. Has, has April let you watch the rest of Oh, it? my gosh. I've seen the first two episodes. Yes, I've seen that. I've seen the first two episodes, which yeah, we talked about that. One. I thought, oh, is oh, there okay. a third one? Yeah. Came out last oh. night. 
Oh, well, no, I have not seen that. We watched Only Murders instead. So we'll probably watch. Oh, no, we got the season. We got the season finale of City Primeval tonight. So we're going to watch the last two episodes of of that. (sighs) Did you hear that the mic? Did that come through? Yeah, it came through. Okay, so on a scale of 1 to 10, what would you give the original Justified FX series? Probably at least an 8, at least. I was thinking that was very fair, an 8.58. Yeah. Um, Obviously, there's always dull moments in shows. There's always twists that you didn't like. There's always, like, poor writing in in a season or two. Sure. But overall, I give Justified, like, an 8, 8.5. Yeah. I watched the first episode of Primeval... Am I saying that right? Is that what it is? Primeval? Yeah, city, city Primeval. City yeah, Primeval. Sorry, City yeah. Primeval. And just, I'm not dogging it, man. I just couldn't get, it just didn't, it didn't hook me. You know, it didn't, it didn't. Get I, I get it. And I get it. Yeah. I don't I get know if it. it's the inner city aspect of it versus like the Kentucky aspect of it. Or like, do I wish it was been like in Miami where he was originally stationed? You know, that would have been cool. Yeah. That would have been pretty cool. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's Walton Goggins not being in it. Maybe he is. I don't know yet, but I don't think he is in this at all. I, I mm-hmm. looked at the synopsis of the book because this whole season thing is a book. Oh, okay. And and uh, and he's not in it. You know. Mm. Now they might change that. I don't think so, but they might change it for the finale or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, I just I, I watched one episode. I'll eventually watch the rest of it. I'm not like you. I'm not a quitter. Um, Thank you. So Thank you. You quit. You you quit session. So anyway, I know I quit. Uh, I quit. I quit. I quit, uh, I quit uh, Sopranos for a minute. I've watched two episodes. I think of Sopranos, and not that I didn't like it. It's just other you know other stuff would come on, and I just kind of forget about it. You know, this podcast is over. Oh, that is the reason, Colin. That's the other thing that makes me so mad at you about this. Sopranos huh. is the sole reason why we have television like we have today, good or bad. I know you said that. I know you're right. You're right. Well, I didn't just say it. It's a it's a historical fact. Write that down. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll, I'll no, pick I, it back up, man. I just I there's so much to watch and so little time. Do you not and, does, does gangster stuff not appeal to you, honestly? No, I like I like mafia stuff. I like it. Gosh, I love it. I love it. Um. So yeah, that came out in 1998, 99. And I'm telling you, dude, it, it altered TV for the rest of time. Yeah. I wish like I, said, good, I wish that I didn't know how it ended, though. Like with the cutoff and all that, you know. Yeah, but the ending probably... is, the ending is, in my mind, I, not to use a stupid word, but the ending is beautiful and masterful, I think. Yeah, yeah. Because it it's one of those that leaves you for interpretation of your own. So, you know, not to spoil anything, but anyway. Uh, somebody said something, somebody made a joke. I think it might've been Patrick at work the other day. He goes, well, I'm glad I didn't watch whatever he goes. Cause I, I was mowing my yard and I couldn't skip ahead when y'all were giving the spoilers or whatever. Ah. <laughs> and I, I said, uh, I go, Oh, well my bad. You know, I said, I go, I said, I told you to skip ahead or whatever. And he goes, how am I supposed to do that mowing the yard? <laughs> I, was like, I was like, Oh, uh, that's a valid point. So that's too funny. Yeah. Anyway, uh, back to back to City Primeval, just real, real quick. Um, this will be this will be a spoiler for you, but like at the beginning of the show, That's they funny. established this attorney, um, who's a black lady, and she's she's fuller figured. I'll I'll just say I'll say that she's fuller figured, 
And she's she romance. Do they romance? Well, just let me finish. You're you're skipping ahead, and you are you know they they establish her at the beginning. She defends the. I think she's a public defender, so she's defending all these you know killers and druggies and all this stuff. And she's really good at her job. She gets them off you know every time. Well, later in the series, spoiler alert: her and Raylan, yes, end up together and like. I I was telling April, like, it's one thing, like, see, and, and I know, like, it's just such a, her personality to me does not fit, well, her just personality and everything, really, to me, does not fit Raylan's M.O. Because, like, Raylan is just this, he's this country guy, you know, real tough with his with his cowboy hat and everything, and then you've got this, like I said, she's fully figured, she's a little heavier, but I keep... I told April, I said, she is not even, she's not attractive. She's not an attractive woman. And so you go from Winona, who arguably was a pretty attractive lady, to this lawyer. And and like, and he actually, they actually kind of make it seem like, of course, I haven't seen last week's episode and then tonight's episode, but they are actually kind of making it look like Raylan has feelings for her. And I'm like, so it's not even like a hit it and quit it situation. You know, I, I would have been okay with that even, but they, but they kind of made it to where he's like sticking around and like giving her flowers and stuff. And I'm just like, what is this? Like, it's just so weird, man. It's so weird, but yeah, city prime evil so far has not lived anywhere up to near what the original, uh, series did. And I, and I hate that. I really do. Um, but again, I mean, you know, I'm I'm two episodes away from the end, so it's kind of hard to stop now. You got to see how everything turned out. Oh, and... I get that. I get that. Well, what, you forgot Ava Crowder too. She was hot. Yeah, yeah, in like a trailer trashy sort of way. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, I mean, but... she come from the Eastern Kentucky Hollers, so I mean, I'm you know. Oh, so that's the best they got. So at Eastern Kentucky Holler ten is a <laughs> everywhere else five. Is that, is that what you're saying? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> anyway on that you went there uh, i did all right so on our uh on that uh on that note we'll end the show um as always thank you guys so much for listening um adam i hope you're not crying yourself to sleep tonight over over the dogging we gave you but i like him let's just I, say i, like, I allow I like him. him i allow him to call himself a star wars fan how about that <laughs> okay. you heard me adam you heard me <laughs> You're, you're my you're my brother, but I allow you to call yourself a star. <laughs> uh, just leave you leave your comments on our Facebooks, and and you can email us at benningcollinshow at gmail dot com, and um, that's that's about it for this week. So we will see you guys next time. Woo! Bye.